Come, Holy Spirit, come. Teach us the word of God. Fill us with the love of God and transform our hearts to know the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Why did they say yes? Why did they say yes? Andrew and Simon Peter and James and John, the sons of Zebedee, why did they say yes when Jesus said, come and follow me? It's a very excellent question. Jesus was preaching that the kingdom of God had come near, that it was at hand, that it could be entered into there and now. And so how did they understand that? N.T. Wright says that this kingdom of God language probably would have been interpreted by them as some new way to get rid of the Roman Empire who was in charge to run them out and then set up the kingship of God in Israel. So maybe it was the glory of some sort of regime change that they wanted to be a part of, a revolution of sorts. Well, maybe it was an attraction to Jesus, a promise of something great, uh, an adventure, a desire for God. Maybe it was the Galilean version of a midlife crisis. Who knows? Maybe the fishing was just getting old, and maybe there was something better. What we do know that you don't see in Matthew's gospel is, is that they had met Jesus before. Matthew's gospel is written in a way to emphasize the call of Jesus and the obedient response of following Jesus by those disciples. That's the emphasis. Because if we were to hear today's gospel, we might think that these people were just fishing, minding their own business on an average day, and Jesus walks by and says, hey, come with me, and they just left everything and took off and followed Jesus. That's not exactly the truth of it, if you know John's gospel and Luke's gospel. Nevertheless, there came a moment of crisis, a moment where they left everything and they did follow Jesus. So Jesus called disciples to follow him into the very kingdom of God. Well, Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you and me. The risen Lord Jesus is calling us. And what are we to do? What are we supposed to do? Well, with the call of Jesus, we simply must say yes. We just say yes, and we figure it out along the way. In fact, we never stop saying yes for the rest of our lives. We don't know what it's going to bring, but we do trust that Jesus who brings us into the kingdom of his Father, is trustworthy. We do know because of Jesus that God, our Heavenly Father, can be trusted because he's good and he will take care of us. And even though there are trials and tribulations and difficulties in life, we will walk through them with Jesus and our Heavenly Father and not alone. The truth is, we're going to have trials and tribulations and tragedies, whether we think we're in charge or whether we're following Jesus under the reign of God himself. 
The problems are going to come one way or another. It's just whether we think we're going to face them on our own or with God in Christ. David Ewert, who has a website called Holy Textures, uh, it's a great biblical website, he says, in other words, as people with jobs and mortgages and kids and aging parents and pets, how are we supposed to answer the call when Jesus says, come, follow me? The real question is, how do we do it in our own life? For Andrew and Simon, Peter and James and John, they literally followed Jesus around and heard him pray and saw how he engaged people, how he touched people, how he healed people, how he cast out demons, and they were to follow him in that way. We don't have Jesus standing here. We're in the 21st century, so how do we answer the call to follow him? Well, whatever following Christ might mean and whatever the kingdom might mean, it has to do with real life. It has to do with our real life, our day-to-day real life, not our religious life, not a compartmentalized religious life that we have somewhere, not on Sunday or every third Sunday, whatever it might be. It has to do with our real life, our day-to-day life of thoughts, of feelings, of habits, of actions, reactions, attitudes, our work, family. It has to do with real life. So one of the first steps of saying yes to the call of Jesus is, in fact, inviting the risen Lord into our real life, our real daily life. Invite Jesus into the depths of our thoughts, our hearts, our attitudes, our actions, our desires, what we want in life. Because the truth is, is Jesus wants to be with us in our real life. And he needs to be with us in our real life because Jesus did not just call a bunch of preachers or a bunch of church people. Although we're going to get to that, how important that is. But Jesus called people in all walks of life. One person said the kingdom needs shoe salesmen, authors, teachers, garbage collectors, bartenders web designers, hairstylists, every other kind of job, as long as it's not illegal or immoral or something that's not good, Jesus needs people to extend the word of the kingdom, the word of God, the good news to all people. He needs all of us. And so what we do in our work and what we do in our families is highly, highly important. Well, we've had a series by a uh, Franciscan father named Albert Hass, and he talks about part of saying yes to the call of Jesus is actually going through a discernment process. We say yes initially, we say yes every day, and part of this yes is a discernment over time to figure out what we're supposed to do and what our gifts are and how we evolve as we move through life. He says discernment is a cooperative venture 
of discovering my unique contribution, my evolving and deeper yes, to being a co-worker with Christ and making God's dream of the kingdom a reality right here and right now. He says, I call it my evolving and deeper yes. He also goes on to say, in other words, I have a God-given life with talents and abilities. As I grow through childhood, adolescence, and into adulthood, I gradually come to a deeper awareness of who I am as a person. I also learn what it means to be a Christian and how I might use my gifts and skills for the kingdom of God. So how do we answer the call of Jesus? We just say yes. And we keep on saying yes every single day of our lives. And we say yes in a larger context, knowing that this yes is a deeper, evolving yes as we come to know ourselves and as we come to be formed and shaped in and with God. It's an exciting adventure to say yes to God. I couldn't resist. Part of saying yes to God is, in fact, taking on a certain number of habits that becomes means of grace, whereby the grace, the energy, the power of God can fill us and enlighten us, illumine us, and empower us to live for God and to become holy, in fact. These seven habits are abbreviated from my mentor, uh, Larry Gibson. These are lifelong practices, lifelong habits that we say yes to over and over again that finally end up shaping our character and defining who we actually are, as a matter of fact. And I would say that the uh, 12-step slogan, progress, not perfection, uh, applies to these habits. We're not going to get them... Right. That's not the point. The point is to progress in them saying yes over and over again to number one, develop an intimate personal relationship with God. Number two, we develop a daily prayer life and a weekly worship life. Number three, we come into a regular study and engagement with the scriptures. There's many ways to do that. If you're not in a Bible study, you can get an app on your phone and listen to it uh, as you drive around. Number four is to bring my will into alignment with what I know God's will is. And if in my own heart and mind I know that I am off track, I'm disordered in some way, it is the commitment to bring my will back into alignment with God's will. Number five is that I am involved in some sort of service for others, ministry for others. There's ministry in the church to help the church run and operate. There's ministry for others outside the church for the good of those who need help. The sixth of seven habits is to actually practice community. It is a being a part of a church community being an active member of a church where we engage in fellowship and encouragement uh, in this endeavor of following Jesus, of just saying yes. And finally, we practice stewardship. 
we are generous as we share our resources for God's kingdom and will to be done here on earth. And so these seven habits, as we say yes to them over and over again on a daily and a weekly basis, will in fact bring us into the kingdom of God. They will help us follow Jesus into a deeper, deeper relationship with him. There's a great story about Chuck Swindoll, uh, who's a famous pastor, and his wife. They had uh, the occasion to spend an entire evening with someone who was at the center of the Apollo 16 mission to the moon. His name is General Charles M. Duke. And the general told uh, Chuck Swindoll and his wife about the entire mission, about landing on the moon, kind of a hard landing, about the rover that drove around the moon. And as he was describing all of these things, Chuck Swindoll asked a question, said, well, did you have any free time uh, there, or did you get to do any experiments that you were interested in? You know, uh, and the general said, absolutely not. Says, Chuck, if you want to get back to Earth, you're going to follow the orders given from the headquarters, and every step and every movement is calculated so you'll have enough oxygen and energy and resources to leave the moon and come all the way back to Earth. So, no, there's no uh, lounging around on the moon or doing your own thing. Everything is ordered for a purpose. And I started to think about the connection with those habits of saying yes to God over and over again. Because what that does is it brings a line of communication between us and the Father. And we don't want to make any missteps because God, our Heavenly Father, knows exactly what we need. And if we can listen and hear and cooperate and obey, all of our steps will lead to the accomplishment of our mission here on earth. Saying yes over and over again will allow God to empower us to fill us with grace, to illumine us, to help us fulfill our mission in life. M. Scott Peck says, The whole course of human history may depend on the change of heart in one solitary and even humble individual. For it is in the solitary mind and soul of the individual that the battle between good and evil is waged and ultimately is won or lost. So saying yes to Jesus is the way to win that ultimate battle. And it has personal, family, community, national, international, and cosmic repercussions when we say yes to Jesus. Well, the risen Lord is calling you and me just say yes. Just keep saying yes in your real life on a daily basis. And Jesus will lead you into the kingdom of his heavenly father and will empower you to accomplish whatever you're called to do here on earth. Amen.